everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast. This is episode 36. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. Before we dive into this episode, I'd like to let you know that in a couple weeks, in early to mid-May, I'm going to be starting a coaching group. This will be anywhere from four to eight leaders who will be meeting weekly for an hour on Zoom to learn together how to better make disciples who live out God's mission in their context. I'm doing this in partnership with 3D Movements. The cost is $100 a month. And I'll tell you, I've led this sort of coaching before and also participated in it over the years. And it can be life-changing in how you lead and how you follow Jesus. And if you'd like to know more, just email me at missional at disciples.com. And I'd be happy to give you all the details and help you figure out if this would be a good next step for you in your leadership. All right, I'd like to start with this question today. What would have happened if Jesus's 12 apostles had failed? If Peter, Andrew, Matthew, and the others had failed in their efforts to lead and to grow the early movement of Christians, the early church, they had amazing odds stacked against them. Would we even know about Jesus today? Would there even be a Christianity. We can always say God would have found another way, but on a human level, after Jesus had drawn crowds of thousands, healed multitudes, cast out demons, touched lives, and of course died and rose again for our sins, he left all he'd begun in the hands of 12 leaders and he went away. What if those 12 leaders had failed? Well, that's not what happened, right? Instead, after a shaky start, the Holy Spirit came upon them at Pentecost and they stepped out into leadership. They continued to cast out demons, to heal people, to draw crowds, to boldly proclaim first in Jerusalem and then all over the Roman Empire the good news that Jesus was king and had died for people's sins. They then trained up other leaders as the movement spread. But what if they hadn't done all this? What if instead they'd failed as leaders or failed to be leaders, and just gone back to do their old jobs, fishing or whatever. When you stop and think about it, on a human level, the Jesus movement never would have gotten off the ground. Just let that sink in for a minute. Because what I'd like to talk about in today's episode is what it looks like to succeed as a leader. What did it look like for Jesus to succeed as a leader? And what does it look like for us as leaders in the kingdom of God, in the Jesus movement, to succeed? For Jesus, it wasn't just that he was successful. It was that he helped those he led to succeed as well. And the same is true for us as leaders. Let's be honest. Many of us got into leadership, got into ministry, or stepped up to serve in our church because we wanted to make a difference for Christ. We wanted to use our gifts. We wanted to make an impact. And so we're naturally motivated to want to succeed. And there's nothing particularly wrong about that, but there's also nothing particularly spiritual about it. After all, almost anyone who becomes a leader of any sort wants to succeed. Maybe they have a vision they want to see fulfilled or a task they want to see accomplished or a responsibility they want to be faithful to. But here's what I'd like to underline. The real success in leadership is not you as a leader succeeding. The real success is when you help those you lead to succeed. If you're a leader and those you are leading succeed, for you, that is ultimately what success looks like. That's what Jesus did. He worked 
to make sure his 12 apostles, those he led, succeeded. Everything depended on it, at least on a human level. It reminds me of that line in the musical Hamilton where George Washington complained, I can't be everywhere at once, people, and neither could Jesus. But Jesus was committed to seeing the people he led succeed. He told them, right, in John's gospel, they'd go on to do greater things than he did. He gave them the keys to his kingdom. He put them in charge of his people, his sheep, as he called them. He gave them a commission to make followers of him all over the world, and they did. By the time the 12 apostles died, there were vibrant, growing communities of Jesus followers in Spain, likely Rome, Greece, Turkey, North Africa, Syria, probably all the way to India. And think of the Apostle Paul as another example. He was an amazing leader, brilliant, focused, courageous, powerful. He had an amazing impact, but he was also just one person. He couldn't be everywhere and he wouldn't live forever. And as the Christian movement grew, Paul realized more and more he needed to invest in others. And so in the New Testament, we begin to hear more and more as the years go by about Paul's growing team, Titus, Timothy, John Mark, Silas, Priscilla, Aquila, Apollos, Luke, and many others. And increasingly, if what Paul had begun was going to survive and thrive, it depended on those other people succeeding. So Jesus knew this. Paul knew this. The kingdom of God is not about you as a leader. It's not about any one leader. It's about multiplication, seeing others grow and be fruitful, and about them then raising up still others. Successful leadership is about helping those you lead to succeed. Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. He felt deeply the need to train up, to raise up other workers, other leaders, and to see them succeed as well. Actually, this has been recognized by many of the greatest leaders, Christian or not. There's the famous leadership quote, maybe you've heard it, uh, from Lao Tzu, credited with founding Taoism. And he's reputed to have said, The wicked leader is the one who people despise. The good leader is the one who the people revere. But the great leader is the one where the people say, we did it ourselves. The best leaders help their people to succeed. So as a church leader, as a ministry leader, let me leave you as we end this episode with three questions to think about. First, Can you think of two, three, maybe four people who are in some way under your leadership? Maybe you supervise them or they volunteer in the area you're responsible for, or maybe they're in a group you lead, maybe you're just close with them, but they have some untapped leadership potential or some gifts that could be exercised. Can you identify a few people like this who you could help to succeed? Second, Can you picture what their success might begin to look like? What might it look like for them to succeed at whatever it is that they're trying to do or or could be doing? And then third, what can you do to help them succeed? How can you encourage them? What responsibility could you give them? How could you resource them? What are a couple first steps you can take? Here, if you're stuck, you might want to go back and listen to episodes 17 and 18 of this podcast, which are on empowering and delegating. They might give you some ideas. Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, I encourage you to share it with someone. 
You can also help spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or by leaving us a rating or a review. Bye for now.